Hello, welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm sure you guys can tell by the title. Today's conversation is going to be about how your sexual orientation can affect your religious experience. The reason why I say it's a religious experience because spirituality and religion is two different things. I'm going to have a conversation about that later. But when people go to these churches, um, I don't know, they call them all kind of different stuff, but I say church because I was raised in the church. (laughs) Sometimes people seem to be treated differently based on their sexual orientation. So today I have two guests here. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, uh, my name is Rio Taylor. Uh, I'm 48 years old. I'm male sister. And let's get it started. Age and all, huh? You represent. Mm-hmm. You represent for the um I, I'm I'm representing for the stud community. You're just gonna tell your experience from a lesbian standpoint. Next. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Warren Kelly. Uh, I am originally from Port Arthur, Texas. Was going on PA. Um, what a trip! Know it. Um, I reside in Houston, Texas. Um, I'm a father of uh, the world would consider um, a bisexual man, um, and I just come to give uh, my viewpoint from that standpoint. Thank you, thank you for that. So, guys, we're just gonna go. Just gonna go ahead and get into the conversation, okay? I just need to, as people know, first of all, let me explain what sexual orientation is because a lot of people don't really know. Sexual orientation is a person's identity in relations to gender or genders to which they are sexually attracted. Meaning if you're a heterosexual, bisexual, homosexual, lesbian, it's so many things in LGBTQ, ABC, I can't name them all. It's so many identities out there now. But we're speaking for everybody else that's not heterosexual. (laughs) they may may experience different things in the um church as it relates to their experience so i'm just first thing is let me say this i do know this but let's say this for my audience if a person look at you can they tell that you're not heterosexual um rio you first and then warren yeah, I think they can by the way I dress and maybe by how I keep my hair cut. Okay. And Warren? Uh, for me, um, I think um, not initially. Um, and um, I, I guess most people don't. Um, I, I, I guess I'm one of those guys that um, are, is very in touch with this feminine side. So I guess the more that you hang around me, um, but some people start to suspect um, that I am bisexual. Yeah, you're definitely you're you're not flamboyant or anything, but anybody that have they quote unquote gaydar on, they probably if they pay attention. But some people is a misconception about that though too, because you mm-hmm. have some men that just like to dress neat. You know, some people mm-hmm. just like to dress neat and have certain like to have certain things in order. They just automatically assume you have to be gay for that. But no, some men are just neat people. They like to iron their clothes. They like to you know they just not thuggish um i can't see when look at my cousin i wouldn't look at him okay 
So, um, what were you saying as it relates to the conversation? As I was, as it relates to the conversation, I wouldn't look at him and just think that he was gay or bisexual. Right. So, I this is a big thing too that people have that they have um, problems or misconceptions about. Do you guys feel like you chose to be gay or bisexual or to be attracted to the same sex? I do. Uh, for me, um, I think it um, it's a choice. Um, I, I think I've always, since I was a child, I've always uh, been attracted to both men um, and uh, women. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, but for me, um, I think it's more of a choice. Okay, yeah. so you definitely, because you know, some people say, oh, I was born this way and I didn't choose this. So you don't agree with that. That's what you're saying? No, not necessarily, um, because I'm, I was born uh, with the feelings of, of, of being attracted to both, you know, um, but um, I was married for 11 and a half years and I didn't, you know, uh, mess with men at all. It was a choice for me not to do it. That, that, that doesn't mean that I didn't find men attractive uh, while I was married uh, because I did. Um, even my ex-wife knew that I was bisexual before we got married and she still married me. It was not an issue. Um, it was just, um, I just chose not to go there um, at a certain, you know, for a certain period of my life. Do you feel like by you um, being bisexual and by you being gay, do you feel like that means that you love the Lord yet less? That your connection with God is different than anyone else that's heterosexual? I'll let you start that, with that one, Rio. Uh, actually, no. I actually think that I feel like my bond with him is more stronger because I have to pray harder. I mean, I, I have to, to me, in, in, in actuality, how I believe all, all sins are equal. You know what I'm saying? How can you just um, say just because I like women, you know what I'm saying? You could run the stop sign. You, that's a lie. You ran the stop sign. Well, yeah, the Bible does say that all a sin is a sin, that one sin isn't greater than the other one. So I definitely uh, agree with that. That's what, I mean, that's in stone. That's in the Bible for those that do believe yeah. in that situation. And I mean, I just don't believe how could God supposed to be love. God is love. We know that. We will start God is love. And I just don't believe that he would want me to be unhappy with a man and I wouldn't be loved, feel the love. Okay. And Warren? Can I get the question one more time? Okay. The question was, do you feel as if your attraction to the same sex make your connection with God less sufficient or do you feel like it somehow hinders your relationship with Christ? I feel like um, when I act upon it, yes. Um, and that's just for me personally. Um, um, when I don't, just because I have those feelings, no, I don't feel like it makes me uh, any less of a person that loves God than uh, the, the rapist or the murderer or the thief or the liar, uh, which like Rio um, already uh, talked about that they're all sins, you know? 
Um, so no, um, I don't um, until um, I act on it. Um, and, and that's what any sin, I feel like, you know, when, when um, we are in sin, um, that does um, push us further away from our connection, further away from God. So it doesn't matter what sin that it is. Um, so, yeah. No sin is greater than the other one. I absolutely agree with that. And that, mm -hmm. you know, and that's in the Bible. But this is another thing, too. Do you feel like I personally feel like some of it is um, leader influenced? I guess is the best way to say it, because when you're looking at your pastor or your bishop or your apostle to lead you, and if they're leading you from a place that's not of love, they're sometimes they are self-proclaimed to be in the will of God, but they're not necessarily in the will of God because they're showing prejudice. And to me, it is like they're reinforcing negative attitudes and negative thoughts to the people that's trusting them to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Do you feel like, have you ever went into a church and felt like you were treated differently because of your sexual orientation? Had you not been um, openly gay? Yes. Okay. How so? Can you give me an example, please? Okay. I went to a church, Right with several with family members and just because the way I dress and because the way they dress I've assumed that the pastor the way he treated me that either I was trying to influence his his um you know his church member to convert to what I was or I don't know did he treat you but differently? I, Did he make you feel a type of way? I think it's very important that the people understand that a person's actions, um, we've always been taught that actions yes. speak louder than words. So even if they don't say it, um, certain things that a person do or how they treat you can make you feel a certain way. Yeah. I mean, he grabbed my hand, shook it rough. It did just so happen. <laughs> Maybe you feel like my... you want to act like a man. I'm going to shake your hand like a man. Like... I, okay, it just so happened. <laughs> The sermon was about uh about gay. I guess that they, they remember it was about uh telling people if they choose to gay, they need to put them out the house. And how can how can you put your child out the house because he is homosexual? No, you don't do that. You're Hold supposed on. to try. Excuse me. You mean to tell me that you went to church and you met the pastor? You shook your hand rough, and he ended up giving a sermon on telling. Uh, family members how to treat gay people. Are you, are you, is that what you're telling me? Sure, if it yes. was necessarily specifically targeted towards gay people, though. I think it was just targeted towards people that's not right in the eyes of God. I think that is all. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Which is also what I say. Uh, which is all of us. And um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut cut uh, Rio off. If she wanted to. If she had anything else to add, but uh, that was just no. Incredible. You could. Finish. Yeah. You could finish. Uh, Go ahead. For, uh, for me, um, I have never experienced anything like that. Um, um, I um, attend um, a church in Houston, Texas called uh, Crossover uh, Bible Fellowship. Um, and the first time I walked into that church, I felt like I was home. Um, I I haven't been able to give my testimony, so not too many people know um, about uh, the alternative lifestyle that I once lived. Um, so. Um, you know, that's something I'll definitely have to get back to you on. And 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 I guess once I get my testimony, I definitely will come back on and let you know how things go. 
Yeah, because it's, it's definitely interesting at how the church tell you to come as you are, but you don't feel welcome to come as you are. Like, yeah, and that run a lot of that run you off. Well, that will make you feel uncomfortable. The biggest thing is, I think a lot of the pastors, preachers, apostles, bishops, or whatever, they feel like it is not just a regular sin; that is, it's an abomination. Which, according to the word, an abomination is still a sin. It's just a sin that God particularly don't care for. Um, what are y'all insights on that? Well, I'll definitely uh, start on that one. Um, you know, I, I'm still a babe in Christ. Um, I've definitely been studying the Bible for about two years. Um, and I didn't learn the Bible while I was coming up as a kid. So, you know, um, me uh, seeking God for myself and actually opening up a Bible and actually, you know, doing Bible studies through the mail and correspondence and learning the Bible for myself is something I've been doing for two years. But, but at any rate, to get back on the topic, um, abomination um, is a sin that God hates. And one of the things that I see uh, throughout the Bible is abomination written um, a lot of times. And mm -hmm. it just is written um, um, when he speaks about homosexuality, but it's also uh, written about a whole lot of other sins um, that he does, that he, that he hates. So um, I, I think that um, in the church, um, you know, people tend to focus um, on that uh, because they're not that. You know, and I think that that comes more with human nature. Um, it makes human beings feel better about themselves to look at someone else that's different um, and put them in a category so they can put themselves up on a pedestal and make themselves feel better. You know, at least mm -hmm. I'm not, I may be a liar, but at least I'm not that. And in God's eyes, it makes neither, neither one of you um, any grander than the other, but human nature um, and human beings, it, it does make uh, the people who, you know, put those people in categories, you know, feel better about themselves, you know, and that includes the church. Right. So this was what I think a lot of people misconception that um, there are um, scriptures, people like to go. And I think, again, it's the interpretation of what the word is. People like to target certain scriptures certain scriptures like Genesis, Levit Genesis 19, Leviticus 18, um, Romans 1 and 24. They just like to target certain things to say that these are these are biblical teachings on homosexuality. It is mentioned in the Bible during out these times, but it's not when um, not necessarily gay bashing. I think it's, it just comes to it does mention it, of course, because these are of course, something that needed to be addressed, but it's not okay. Let's go to the word then. Bro, let's, bro, let's, let's, I was, I was there. <laughs> okay, you are already in your word. How about that? So let's let's because I think it's about the interpretation. And one of the main things that I like to to read is the Genesis 19, 1 through 29. Is anything in that that stands out for you in as it regards to homosexuality? And what chapter, what um verse was that? Genesis 1. Chapter 19, 1 through 29, verse 1 through 29. Is that, um, Genesis, with, 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 I don't have my Bible in front of me, y'all. I'm just going off the dome. And what, so I don't have my Bible in front of me, but Warren, you have your Bible. So thing, I'm looking it up. Genesis 19. Oh, you got your Bible too. So, oh uh, yeah. Okay. So what, 
Warren, you told me you had, you, you showed me in the video. I'm sorry, guys, I can't see the video, but he had his Bible ready, honey. He is ready yep. to, to, to prove his point. But it's also, <laughs> it's also mentioned in, in Romans chapter yes. one, verse 24 through 27. Man, I just found Genesis. Genesis No, 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 19. no. The reason why I'm asking is one of y'all can look in Romans and one of y'all can look in Genesis. Well, I'm in uh, Genesis. We're not going to do a Bible study here, but know, my but thing is, gonna... is about education. And I, I personally do not feel like your Perfect. sexual orientation should affect your relationship with God. Let's just be clear. Although it can't affect your religious experience. Now, your religious wow. experience is different from your spirituality, your spirituality. And I am doing a show on this is your personal relationship with God or the man above or whatever, however you want to call him. OK, um, I call him God. <laughs> um, but every, everybody call him something different. Jehovah. They, I mean, there's a lot of things that people go by, but a spiritual being is your relationship as a spiritual being. Religious is your experience that you get when you go to the, to the kingdom hall or to the church or, you know, to wherever you worship at. Okay. Um, is different for everybody in different religions. So the experience you get when you go to your place of worship for us is the church is what we're speaking on, but it applies to all places of worship can really affect the person feeling comfortable and feeling at home and being able to receive what they need to receive when they go in there. That's true. If you don't feel comfortable coming as you are, <laughs> how can then you? Then why would you go? If if you know that's in you, so sister, just to to um kind of just get a more clarity because Warren's situation is a little bit different than yours because he hasn't necessarily again came quote unquote out at the church. He hasn't. What I'm gonna say, share his testimony more so. Mm -hmm. Um, but for you, it's it's really apparent that that you gay. And I'm really trying to be careful with this, y'all, because y'all know I really I be saying disrespectful words like you a dyke and shit. I almost just said it, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because really, it's the truth. I really don't mean but any harm when I say is, that. Don't judge me. This 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 how I, I got I get judged. It don't matter who okay, I could go with my sister, I could go with two of my best friends. Which are both feminine, and they and they all three are beautiful. Beautiful. And, and I'm trying to go get my soul fed. I'm asking them, y'all going to church? Yeah, you want to go? I want to go get fed. I don't want to go up there and you mean making me because I'm with some pretty women and I'm dressed like this. How you don't know? I might want to get so my soul fed. You might be the one that won't put me in a dress. But how would you ever know? You never give me a chance. By I don't the way, think that what you wear has me. anything to do with it, though. I well, I, I think I, some I, of it is homophobia, just being real. I, but a well, lot of it. I'm sorry, but, but I think the dress was just, you know, her saying, you know, making herself right in their eyes. I think the dress. She was, yes. look right in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> but still, they don't know they. Mama used to make you wear dresses to church. <laughs> she used to be yeah, big man, big man too. But um. I think a lot of it is just um, being uninformed because, you know, every not everybody. So I guess I'm going to just touch on this slightly. How pastor, though, if he in the in the church 
he is the, the pastor how is you gonna be because homophobic? he's human he's human first of all that's the problem people put these people on a pedestal they are human just like we are they sin just like we are they wake up every day and they repent just like we do that's just like the biggest thing with Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin is a man. He's a human man. And as a, and this is off subject, but as a parent of adult kids, sometimes you need to cuss their ass out. You got to, <laughs> you got to earn respect. And then sometimes you just have to go back and ask God for repentance. It's better to ask for, um, it's better to ask for forgiveness than deal with disrespect. Amen. And I'm just going to say that. And that's just what it is on that. But I think with the with the gay situation, I think a lot of it is just being informed. And so therefore, people are uncomfortable about things that they're unaware of. I mean, you guys know my personal experience was with it, sister. Like when I first found out you was gay, I didn't talk to you for what, three or four years. Like I was homophobic. I mean, um, it, it's well, it's so crazy because she wouldn't let me touch her pillow. I had to move in the room with the boys. But it's, it's knowing so, I would never touch or do anything to my sister. And I think it's just it's you weird because mean. I wouldn't even say I was homophobic because like I feel yes, like to me. a certain extent you homophobic, but like I always loved the gay man. I'm gonna tell you why. Not in love with a gay man, but I love how most of them live in their truth. I'm an advocate for people living in their truth, whatever their truth is. Okay. So yeah. as an adult, I guess it came around, but I think I was ignorant to the whole gay situation. Like growing up, I knew something wasn't right about aunt so-and-so or uncle so-and-so, but I never put a name on it because it wasn't something that we discussed in the family out loud. You know what I'm saying? You so, did, because it was little. We did. <laughs> so when I was exposed to it, it's like, what? How do, ooh, you know, I was like, what's really going on? So I think it's really important that people are educated. And even, but times has changed. Let's just be real. Times has changed. People coming out gay at 12 and 13. Definitely. And I think along with that, you know, even in 2021, the church has changed. We really have to give a credit, credit where credit is due. You know, yes. definitely changed. You know, the sermons on the topic of homosexuality has changed. And I've definitely seen that for myself. It's no longer about uh, gay bashing. Um, it's, it's about, uh, you know, um, accepting just, people for who they are. Exactly. Definitely accept anybody for who they are, just like you would do the man who is having sex and they're not married or the adulterer. Or the or, preacher sleeping with everybody in the church. Exactly. All the ushers. It, you know, so the focus um, in most churches, I think, have been taken off of, you know, condemning, you know, homosexuality and just focusing on, you know, saving souls, you know, just like you would do for the thief or, you know, any other sinner, you know. And so I think it is that's awesome. And it comes from like the things that the one of the reasons why I'm talking about these different types of things, because the only way to normalize them is to talk about them and the conversations are expanding. And so with the conversations expanding, people are more comfortable talking about it. Yeah. 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 And also people, you know, being be allowed a society, allowing people to be themselves you know, now, um, now more people know people that are gay, bisexual, trans, you know, because they're allowed to 
lobbying themselves. So just about in every family, you're going to find somebody who lives an alternative lifestyle. And it's so been that way, though. People just not living out loud. People hadn't exactly. been living out loud. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and that was another thing, you know, back in the day, a lot of things were hush hush. You know, a lot of things you don't talk about in the family and the church included, you know. Now in this newer generation, um, you know, it's you know, like I say, people in society are more accepting. So we are having the conversations. The church are being forced to open their doors and making sure that they are ministering to all. You know, or absolutely. You know, not only God is going to hold them accountable, their doggone congregation is going to hold them accountable as well. Do you have the scripture available about the abomination? Because I know that we're not in church, but I feel like it's very important that people understand. <laughs> That gotcha. abomination is just a sin. It's just a sin that God hate, but it's still a sin, just like any other sin. A sin is a sin. Gotcha. And it can be forgiven. Just like anything else. God forgives <laughs> all. Exactly. Um, I don't have the scripture on um, abomination, but I mean, we all know, you know, what it says, you know, <laughs> um, and the book of Romans is one of the books, um, chapter one, uh, 24 to 27 is one of the um, scriptures. Uh, that Paul writes to the Roman church that explains um, about homosexuality and right. not um, acceptable. But um, the one of the things I love about the book of Romans is uh, the set right after the first chapter, you have the second chapter. Mm -hmm. And if y'all back for a moment, um, it reads, therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, practice the very same things hello somebody oh. hello somebody yeah. that's my point this what he says um ye he that judge be judged right yes so yes. people feel like you being you're not being righteous by judging people that that's not what god planned for us that's mm -hmm. that's and again is an interpretation so this is what my interpretation of it is look thank you for the reading of his word like <laughs> so yeah. i mean I, I honestly, I really didn't want to make this a quote unquote religious um, or spiritual conversation. These are just um, things that stood out to me, the the scriptures that stood out to me, because me being a spiritual woman and make, pride myself in always having a relationship with God, regardless of what I do and putting him first. I had to go to these scriptures, honey. My sister gay. What the who? What? I had to go and I had to get an understanding of you know just why is this an abomination but i'm gonna tell y'all one thing about diana t ivory my mother and diana said do you know the same rio taylor that's been your best friend and your big sister growing up that's the same person now it's none of your business what she liked that, that's just like her saying she don't like peas because she don't like peas. And you do, because I do. Right? Do, mm -hmm. do you fall out with her because you like peas and she don't? But why are you going to fall out with her because she like pussy? My mama always be wrong. Yeah. You know what? I had to think of that thing. She said, that's still your sister. That don't affect you. So once I got past that, I had to get used to being around her friends. Because if I'm going to accept you, I have to accept you in whole, right? Mm -hmm. And I had, I used to be scared to be around her friends and I, all kind of shit. I used to be doing crazy stuff. Like that was the younger me though. I've grown 
Um, but now I just don't give a fuck. Like I'm so comfortable with people. If a nigga trying to holler at me in a club and stuff, and I'm uncomfortable, I'ma be like, girl, come dance with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be dropping it like it's hot and all kind of shit, like she my girl. Cause <laughs> I just it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just the perception of people, but I really think it's just being uninformed and uneducated. I think the majority of it. And um, one of the reasons, again, why I started this podcast is because I want to make these conversations normal. The only way to normalize these conversations is to talk about them. Um, anything that you guys want to add? Oh, let me throw this out here off the top of my head. And if I can't think of anything else, if if you guys think of anything else, throw it in there. But Genesis 19 and 1 through 29, right? Romans 1, 24 through 27. 1 Corinthians 6 and 10. I think it's 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy um, 1, chapter 1, verse 10. These are all things that I use when I was trying to get an understanding um, as it relates to homosexuality and to come to a place of peace with it um and understanding and i didn't even think about that but i'm sure i probably touched romans too um but i'm so glad that you bought that that out is it anything because i want people to go and do their own homework but i want y'all if there's anything y'all feel like y'all need to add to the conversation add it now is the time i just think that uh everybody should just be given a chance and not um just judged by your homosexuality even in the church, even in public, anywhere, some of your best friends will be your homosexual friends over the ones that you think that are so straight and with you. You know what I'm saying? I think people should just, the church should make it more open, not make it more open, but more inviting to people of our stature. That's all I want to add. Well, in 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 defense to that, I do agree with Warren as in the churches are changing now, thank God. Um Not in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, some, some. It depends. It depends, but some. But yeah, some of them are changing. And I and I hate that you feel like in certain situations you go in certain churches and you feel uncomfortable. Like you should never, a person should never, let me just put this out there. A person should never feel uncomfortable for being who they are. The perfect, you're gonna fit the perfect like Warren is comfortable where he is. The place that God intends for you to be, that place is gonna fit you and you're gonna fit them. And you're gonna feel comfortable there. And that's gonna be the place that you go to get your your soul fed. Warren. That's true. That's true. Um, for me, um, you know, the topic of the podcast was, you know, um, you know, does homosexuality or should homosexuality affect your religious experience? And definitely the answer to that is um, I think everyone, um, God, the Lord wants you to have a personal relationship uh, with him um, and if you choose to go to a church and have that religious experience. Um, uh, which uh, Mill explained um, what that was earlier, um, then that's your question to do so. And um, you should not allow anyone or anything to make you feel any certain way um, because of who you are. Um, and if you do, again, that's a choice because if you have that personal relationship with God, uh, no one can move you left, right, up, and down. You have to be comfortable sure. with your relationship. You have to be, period, whether you're 
brother is we talking about your sexual orientation but i really believe that it's beyond your sexual orientation is is beyond it's beyond you being comfortable in your relationship with god because i am so comfortable with my relationship with god so i feel like if i want to cut somebody out and repent about it later that's what i'm gonna do then in the same sense god has given me a spirit of discernment you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I have things that come to me and I'm going to always obey God. Always, always, always. I have oh, things that come to me. I've had God to tell me things in my head. Like some people don't believe in that, but that's you. Okay. I let everybody believe in what they want to believe in, but I've had God to tell me he have tested me in so many ways. He have told me, go tell. I told a lady one time, in my office she came into my office i had absolutely no idea what was going on with this lady i was working in a rental car place she was renting a car he said you go and tell her all is well this is her final trip there get everything she owned and leave i said ma'am i don't know you but god told me to tell you this and i need to tell you two weeks later the lady came back and said, i'm so glad you told me that i well, you telling me that made me hesitate. When she got back to her house, her husband was sleeping with her best friend and they was planning on killing her. Praise God. And she said, you saved my life because I decided to walk away. Praise and God. At the moment, it was crazy. It was like crazy as hell to me. But in my head, I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's about people being open to listen to what God telling them. I think a lot of them, them pastors or those bishops or those preachers that's condemning people or shaming people for their sexual orientation. They're not being led by the spirit because God is not, a, God is a jealous God, but he's not a judgmental God. Amen. He invites everybody to come as they are. And so I just, I really wanted to have this conversation basically because, especially because of my sister, just to be real we went to church and i've been like um she was like you didn't you didn't feel like he was acting funny with me or he didn't he didn't do that to you or act like he didn't want to hug why you got a hug and i got a handshake you know what i'm saying like different things and i i don't want anyone to feel that i am really for people living in their truth period whoever you are. I'm blessed again, have had a parent to teach me to love people from the inside out. Everybody don't have that. And so some people judge, they don't know why. And it was important for me to ask you guys, like, why did you feel like you had a uh, homosexual tendencies? Because some people feel like they born that way. They feel like they feel like from day one, like you said, ever since a child, you had these feelings, but some people just freaks and they enjoy it. <laughs> but but life is about pleasure so baby if you like i'm I'm really at the point now if you like it i love it you have to answer to god for what you do and i have to answer god for what i do amen okay so um if you guys do you guys have anything y'all want to add because i just feel like i just want to make sure we we, awesome i i uh i learned a lot from this it was awesome. Y'all guys want to get into you further? Okay. Let me know. 
Okay, Warren, I'm going to go ahead and close out the conversation unless you have anything you need to say. Oh, I just want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on the, on the podcast and uh, hopefully we can do it again. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for giving me your input because it's important that my audience know. Again, the conversation was about your sexual orientation and should it affect your religious experience? And here I think me and my guest as well agree that no, it should not. And this is coming from a straight person, me, strictly dickly, from a lesbian woman. Strictly <laughs> dickly. I almost called you a dyke. I'm sorry. Y'all, my sister get on me about these terms all the time. I'm a working process. Do not judge me. Charge it to my mind and not to my heart. And it <laughs> comes from also a bisexual man. And we all agree that hell no, your sexual orientation don't have nothing to do with your religious experience. You should be able to go into the church, get your soul fed, talk to God, or get whatever you want to get out the service. And one important thing I'm going to tell people, though, for those of you that don't feel comfortable going into the church that your relationship with God is not based on you going to the church. Amen. Some of the biggest sinners are in the church. Let's just be clear. Some of the biggest hypocrites are in the church. Let's just be clear. They feel like their sin is better than yours because they just drink a little bit every now and then so and and actually my interpretation of the bible is it's not even a sin to drink is a sin to get drunk but that's that's for a whole nother story but for those of you that don't feel comfortable with going into the church first i want to tell you that it's okay what's important is that you have a spiritual relationship with god or whoever you consider to be your upper being okay um everybody needs to believe in some everybody not gonna believe in god i'm not an advocate for that i'm just i know the way i was raised and what i believe in and that's to put god first in everything that i do now if you want to have another spiritual being i'm not judging you for that but what i'm saying is whatever your spiritual relationship is it is not found in the building it is found within yourself yeah and that's what i want you to take away from this conversation to basically understand that whatever your sexual orientation is it is a personal decision it is yours to make is yours to have is yours for your pleasure and don't be ashamed of who you are it is who Mm -hmm. you are your religious experience should not be affected by your sexual orientation but if it is fuck them (laughs) you need to have a relationship with with god or whoever you have a relationship what's important is you are straight spiritually and that's what matters Till next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations Podcast, a place where no topic is off limits, no filters will be applied, and no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.